one of the great crimes that we don't appreciate is because of all of the discourse around LeBron and is he this good? Is he overrated? Is he underrated? No, I have to stand up for him. He's one of the most, um, just by default of where he stands in the rankings, contentious players to have an opinion on. What gets lost in that is how absolutely undeniably handsome he is. Like he is such a handsome guy. Never, he'll never be recognized as it. Like never, Mm. ever. And that is truly sad. Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where we will absolutely never give you the ick. I'm Haley. And I'm Jordan. So housekeeping. Episode four of The Rumors Out. Mm. If you're not listening yet, I don't know what to tell you. Get on it. Get on it. Um, I have some housekeeping. Um, a very special day is this week. And I think we should just make sure to all mark our calendars, set your alerts. Um, Haley's birthday <laughs> is Wednesday. Our scorpion queen. <laughs> Her birthday is Wednesday. Her Venmo and Cash App is readily available to receive birthday gifts. So just take off work, you know, watch the bulls. Just do things that would make Haley happy. Elfie, did you hear? She said, yeah, she's like, happy birthday. We're celebrating. (laughs) Thank you. I literally, I was like, what is she talking about? And then I thought maybe the Lakers played somebody this week and I just like hadn't. No, there are other things that I like to celebrate rather than the Lakers, which, yeah, that's a side note. I'm taking a mental break from watching the Lakers um, and it's actually helping. It's helping. Yeah, there's not much celebrating in that avenue. Not at all. Um, Thank you. Yes, I am excited. I'm going to be 28, which feels, when I, I think I've told you this before, but when I was, little and i think this was heavily influenced by 13 going on 30 mm-hmm. i thought 27 and 28 were the most glamorous ages like wow. i would be yes i and i imagined myself living in a city as a writer with a child no husband partner anything so glamorous yeah um yeah so i'm very excited thank yeah. you yeah 25 was up for me. I was like, oh, I, I feel like any time when you are a teenager, you're like, oh, by the time I'm 25, everything's going to be great. And it's like, well, yeah, now I almost hope- three years ago. So. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, no, I'm, I'm like, maybe 40, maybe 40. I'll have stuff together. <laughs> 40s. Maybe. Fingers crossed. Now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I am excited. Thank you. And she is right. My Venmo and Cash App and my Zelle are all readily available. So readily. Okay, do you want to get started? Oh, wait, last yeah. housekeeping. If you like the podcast, um, we would appreciate it if you would rate and review it and share it with a friend if you would like. Great. Um, it's okay. really coming around. I want a compilation <laughs> of when we first made you do those to now. They're really oh, coming full circle. They sound uncomfortable. great. <laughs> I just think everyone should do what they want. I'm not trying to force you into anything. We got a text before this began from Harry, our producer, that was a tweet from Woj that said the Timberwolves workouts. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me back up. The NBA has fined the Timberwolves $250,000 for organizing offseason practice outside of team market, by which he just means outside of the city where the team plays in, which can be vague because what does that mean for like Golden State? Yeah. Sounds like the whole state. I mean, I know they mean the area, but like that's <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah. Minnesota had team activities in Miami in early September. So they had a dinner at Alex Rodriguez's house to end the week. And teams are not allowed to organize or pay for off-season group workouts outside market. Why? Because most of the time you'd think, like, this would help the small markets. Right. Right. And I was thinking that just sounded like a team bonding activity. Like what you did in high school when you'd have a sleepover or something like, but it just so happened to be at a mansion in Miami. (laughs) If you want to help small market, this is a rule that would actually hurt 
small markets because the teams that are places that everybody knows you would want to play typically like Miami are already in Miami. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I'm think it's kind of dumb. Yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. I think the fine is kind of dumb. And I'm sure that I mean, I'm not defending Alex Rodriguez, but I'm I'm sure he didn't know. And he was just trying to be a new owner, trying to be the hip, cool, you know, new boss. Like, hey, let me fly you guys all out. Come come shack up at my place. I don't know. Yeah, but I find a lot of people out. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> we get like just living in L.A., just being anywhere. You get so much gossip. I don't want to know about what he's doing. I just want to get a coffee. Like, don't I don't want to overhear <laughs> this. But oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You know who else is in trouble? Who else? Luke Walton. Um, okay, so The Athletic, let me read this. The Athletic said, I feel like this is the fifth straight week I've read from an Athletic, specifically Shams article. So just, he's doing great. This guy's on the rise. I think he's going to be in a couple years. He's like five years really away big. from being a great, yeah, NBA yeah. reporter. So close. Um, Shams scenario. Um, okay, so this says... With the Kings in the midst of a four-game losing streak heading into Monday night game at Detroit, sources say the third-year coach, Luke Walton's job status, will likely be in peril soon if the current slide continues. That is the least committed sentence I've ever heard. (laughs) Will likely be in peril soon if the current slide continues. So the four-game losing streak is not, does not qualify this enough. But we kind of, I feel like we knew this or maybe it's just that we're not paying attention to Sacramento because it does slip the mind if you're not constantly like Mm -hmm. I have in my notes app. I have things that I have to do because I look at my notes app every single day. So I always have my to do list in there, even though I have it other places. Um, Unless I have Sacramento Kings in my notes app, I am genuinely probably not thinking about them. Um, Which I and don't, that's I don't not, know too many people that do have Sacramento Kings in their notes app. Nobody's thinking about them. And I'm from Sacramento. I'm not thinking about the Kings at all, ever. Never. Yeah. Their GM, was it last year? Was it earlier this year? I can't remember, but he, he he's made it very clear um, that they need to get to the playoffs, which, although it seems like a long shot um, for the Sacramento Kings, especially at this point, that is the point. And yeah. if you're going to take over a team like the Kings, um, who have had how many years is the playoff drought now? Yeah, so that's that's 15? what I was gonna say. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> there there's a um, quoting the athletic article in a website called Hoops Rumors. I thought this sentence was really funny. It said, "You are aggregating the aggregate." Yes, I know. <laughs> Walton isn't expected to to be given as much leeway this time around since there's increasing urgency for the Kings to snap their 15-year playoff drought. Now we're being urgent? (laughs) Now. Like 15 years, that's actually too much. Now it's time to be urgent. I really never understand what what the... There's a line between let's give this coach a chance like this is unfair and we we have seen a lot of firings like that where I just don't feel like it's unfair but then it's obvious with some people um that it's just not a fit like it's right away it's not a fit they're not qualified they're not good and what's Mm -hmm. interesting to me is this idea that there's no one else qualified like I saw a tweet um when this article came out and somebody, or well, I guess not the article, but just the idea that he is in the hot seat. And somebody said, well, who else would coach them then? As if there's only 30 <laughs> qualified people in the world to coach an NBA team. I mean, we have a, so many assistant coaches who are super qualified, who mm-hmm. are younger, who grew up in a different, I mean, I guess Luke Walden is technically young, but younger on the scale of coaches. G League has produced great coaches. Yeah. You could promote a college coach. There are options. And it is scary. I get that. Like, you know, maybe it won't work out. Um, 
maybe they won't be able to connect with the players, but that's no reason to just throw your hands up and say, well, let's take the guy who we actually definitely know won't work out because it didn't work out for three years with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And also the guy who it's a very open secret that he's a creep to women. And one woman said he sexually assaulted her. Let's take that guy. Yep. But I love that you said, you know, giving new people chances because that's probably the opposite of what is going to happen. Because guess who's next in line if something does go bad with Luke Walton? It's Alvin Gentry, someone who has been moved around and recycled all over the league for coaching. And they just say, you know what, maybe this maybe this is the time it'll work out. Maybe this is the time it'll work out. And I I think that's what would happen. It's like, well, Luke didn't work out. Let's give Gentry another try instead of bringing someone new like a G League coach, like a college coach that has proven themselves. But with the Kings, it's more than the coach. Like it's, again, 15-year playoff drought. They've probably had close to 15 coaches in that time. It's more than the coach. It is the higher-ups. It's the whole – all the suits – it's the roster, which we talked about in the preseason. Um, Marvin. Yeah. It's a lot of factors. So Luke is bad. We know this. He shouldn't even got the job in the first place. But it's a lot of factors that's going to snap the four game losing streak, whatever. It's the fact that they're not going to make it to the playoffs again. Yeah, I think that's where people have it have excused maybe how the team has performed under him is that um, I'm not saying the players are bad, but the team collectively, including like how the front office makes decisions, mm-hmm. how they've been developed this far is collectively not good. But still, like this is the challenge. Like this is yep. the job. This is the greatest basketball league in the world. And this is the, you know, if you're going to be a coach, this is it. This is the best professional challenge. These are the stakes. So not just take over a good team and make them stay good or take over an average team and make them excellent. It's just to give a team an identity. And he's totally failed to do that even. And Alvin Gentry won't do that. No. Like you're right. It's just you, you fail, you get fired and then you get put back on that little like conveyor belt until another one decides to pick you up or you're Stan Van Gundy and you immediately get a job as a color commentator commentating the team you were just fired from I won't that will never be normal to me (laughs) the Mark Jackson special I know (laughs) that is like it is honestly really weird with Mark it was the weirdest because he would be like, yeah, when I coach them. And it's like he's watching them be wildly more successful than I know. <laughs> I know. That's what's been happening with Van Gundy and the Pelicans. Like he's not sad that their record is so bad. Like when they lose, he's always like, yeah, you know, they just really got to do this, this and this. Like if he was still coaching, uh, we don't care. That's why he got fired. <sighs> It'll never Sam be Van Gundy got on Twitter for like, what was it like a year ago and posted like something that was like left leaning politically and everyone, (laughs) myself included, was like, oh, you king, like we love you, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then like he tweeted something about the Iraq war like three weeks ago and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) The guy can't uh, win. (laughs) No heroes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at least he's like, I, I think he's entertaining. He's TNT, right? Yeah. Yeah. TNT. Mm, um, I think yeah. he's, you know, whatever. He's entertaining. I would much rather it be that if, okay, let's give them like, you get to be on the conveyor belt. You get three tries. Okay. That's three fair. tries. If More you don't fair. reach over 500 three times, you're off. You're yeah. off the island. I just switched analogies, but you're not allowed to come back on. You have to graduate or slash be demoted, slash be taken to the farm of color commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, boom, like that's how role. we get new people in there. But I, I genuinely think you're right when you said Alvin Gentry. I hadn't even thought of who would replace Luke Walton because I don't think they're going to fire him. Um, I think but- that's, that's another thing, too, with what you're saying. Like, the, the verbiage is so vague, but 
trying to put fear into is it fear i don't know like it, even if you're the players and you see okay we've lost four straight are you like man we love luke let's go out and really try to win this game for him or you're like all right let's 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 flunk this next game let's see if our coach gets out and maybe we can turn this thing around no like, one I, I just think it's, i know i think it's weird when that news comes out because it doesn't really mean anything but yet they still put it out there yeah, you're right. It's like they put it out there to, okay, he's likely to eventually maybe get just like the bachelorette. We say this all the time when they yeah. are trying to s cement themselves as a hard option, but they don't actually they're not even sure if they like the person. What they say is I am beginning to think that I might yeah. soon be <laughs> almost falling in love with you. And I'm like, so you met her like <laughs> That's what we could all technically say when we meet someone for the first exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> that is what they're doing with Luke Walton. They're doing the Bachelorette special. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't. And then basically, like, I have a lot of problems with him, obviously. But I do think, you know, you were talking about the players. Yeah, a lot of it is bad, but not all of it is bad. But I mm -hmm. think about how over the years they have the bright pieces they've kind of turned like when's the last time you did you watch uh the other night when deer and fox dropped 37 against the spurs i actually didn't i heard about it i saw the, the you know the highlights and things like that and i was like is he did that make him happy that was my first thought did that make him happy but they still lost right no no one watched it literally no one not even spurs okay. fans watched it <laughs> The thing is, is like they are he's actively making him not as good a player. I don't want to mm. say worse, but like he's not having a good year. Mm -hmm. They're and moving even, backwards. Stop yeah. it now. You should have fired now. him last year. Is this this is his third year, right? It just feels like third he year. went there and time stopped and he pissed Buddy healed off. Mm -hmm. And now De'Aaron Fox is not as exciting. Yeah, literally time stops. He had the exact same record for two years straight 31 and 41 <laughs> the same record it's like it it they were they're scared it's gonna be a repeat again do but you have it, it pulled up what's the most wins he's had in a season in his career it's 37 right of his career oh that's a good question i don't like have as in up, his coaching career with the lakers it was there's no way it was above 35 don't remind me with the kings i i think it was 37 i think i oh, saw that God. a couple days ago it pulls him up as a player first. I almost forgot that he played. Wow. I brought up Darren Fox having 37 <laughs> points. Luke Walton had 37 wins. The numerology is numerology. <laughs> like, it's like, fire him. That's what that's saying, essentially. Yeah, that was his last season with the Lakers. You're right. 37 oh, okay. wins. Mm-mm-mm. So this new GM wants them to get to the playoffs. And I'm just like, it is not going to happen. It's a, yeah, he said he was basically like, if they don't get to the playoffs, that's what the whole article is about. Then Luke's going to be fired. Right. That's Even if happen. it were, I mean, someone else in there, though, they're not making the playoffs. Like the West is so good. Yeah. Top that's down, the West say. is extremely good. And they have been, you know, for a long time. But I think especially this year, I guess last year, the East kind of. These were more, I don't know, more entertaining, but it was like their time to shine last last year, it felt like. No, for sure. Um, Harry wanted us to know that the 37-win team also had LeBron, which is very funny. <laughs> that was such a dark year. I felt really bad from that year. I cried on a podcast. God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did. Harry's looking at me like I didn't. I did. Um, yeah, it was dark. Yeah, the East, I mean, no, the West is the West is back. I don't think I'm not even sure the West ever left. But yeah, the West is back. It was so there was a lot more um conference parody. Uh, but right now, I mean, what are the Wizards the best team in the East? And I'm not even just talking about record, I'm just talking in general. <laughs> they are they actually are, which is Hang so on. I'm gonna pull up the so Okay, great. so this is the West. Season ends today. Blazers aren't even in it. And speaking about coaches that instantly you know are a mistake, um, 
Anyway, so we'll go up to eight. Eight is the Grizzlies. Um, Where they're so comfortable. They they love it there. Yeah, I mean, overall, the Grizzlies are going to need a lot more. They are. Than just jaw. I mean, the Pelicans lost definitely solidified that, but they look infinitely better than the Kings. Mm. Um, okay, then at seven, we have the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Uh, LeBron is out, which is, Jordan does not want to talk about the Lakers. They That's are true. not going to make the playoffs over the Lakers. Um, at six, we have the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Again, they are without Kawhi. They look very good. Yeah. And Ka- without Kawhi, and I'm, I'm sure that Kawhi is going to come back, which I was texting someone the other day that I actually think that's for the worse. But, mm. you know, that's just me being like they're What's been their biggest problem over the years since they've both come there? Well, actually, even before that, with the end of Lob City, it's always been chemistry. Yeah. We all being like a this. little bit facetious when I say that that's going to make that's going to be their downfall. You know, one of the best players in the world coming back. When I say it out loud, it doesn't sound great. <laughs> but <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Like I right now, I'm, Paul George looks great. Like even even people with residual Paul George hate like me can acknowledge me. that he looks great. But I don't know. I just anything like they need to preserve any good feelings on that team that they mm-hmm. can. So, yeah, I would say probably the chances of the um, Kings being better than the Clippers and the Lakers and the Grizzlies is not and the Blazers and the Thunder. They're not even better than the Thunder. Yeah, the Thunder is right above them at number 10 as of right now, as of this recording. And they lost to the Thunder. The Kings lost to the Thunder because Lou Dort stole the ball from De'Aaron Fox. (laughs) I saw that. Did you see that? And scored on the other end with like two seconds to go on Friday. Lou Dort, a king. I love him. I love him. Not an actual king. (laughs) All right, what are the rest of the West standings? (laughs) Number five right now is the Jazz. I just never really have much to say about the Jazz. I always know that they're going to be above fine. good. Like yeah, they're a solid above good. I know the most exciting thing about them is going to be Louisville legend Donovan Mitchell. I know that Rudy Gobert is going to be their anchor. And mm. I could watch all 82 of their games and find out absolutely no new information. That's the it, Jazz. It is, yeah, every time they're like, you know, the game of the night or whatever, I'm just like... I already know what I'm about to watch. Like, I don't think anything really is going to be exciting. Donovan Mitchell is exciting to watch, but I'm like, I can't do it all the time. It's a little, it's a little bit of a snooze fest. I'm not going to lie. 100%. Um, then the Mavs who are doing a lot better than I look at them on paper. I watch them. I see the record and I'm like, this is all, very interesting. Um, then we have the Nuggets. How do you feel about the Nuggets? Nuggets are third right now. Um, I think they're okay. Um, I think they're going to stay between third and fifth. I think that's their sweet spot. They might lose a couple games, but they're only going to drop to fifth place. Then they win a couple. Like They just stay right in that range. But I still don't think they have enough to win the West. Like that's well, that's why they're kind of stuck right there for me. Yeah, I mean it. It is very. It's weird because Michael Porter Jr. has been out with his back. Anytime it's back, I don't. It's think not good. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's not, not good. good. Jamal Murray will definitely. I'm like feel better about Jamal Murray um, coming back and being fully operational than I do Michael Porter Jr. To be honest, but right now the Nuggets are kind of weird. They're exactly where you'd want them to be. Play execution wise for a team that has two players who are going to bring a lot of offense to you their defense is really good Mm -hmm. um which has been just really weird to watch like with the jazz I watch them I see the same the same exact thing that I always see when I watch the jazz with the nuggets I'm like I don't know their identity feels like it has just completely flipped I In all the Nuggets games I've watched, I've seen them, their opponent, score more than 100 
one time. That's not true of the overall season. I think I have it written down somewhere. They In 13 games, only three times the team they're playing has scored up above 100 points. Like, their defense is really good. In today's NBA, that's, like, yeah. astounding. <laughs> and then their offense is not – it's not like it's bad, but it's just not as productive as it usually looks. So I think they're actually in a really good place because Jamal Murray isn't back. Yeah. Yeah, so – that's the more, nuggets. Then you've more bad news for the Kings. Like all of these players, all of these teams are still missing key players that could make them even better. And they're still doing okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cause the Lakers are probably not going to do anything, but go up. The Clippers aren't going to do anything, but go up. Um, and then at one and two, you've got the Suns at two and the Warriors at, at one. And, um, same with the Suns. DeAndre Ayton's out. Mm hmm. He's got the leg problem. I want to say contusion because they always say contusion. I really don't know what that means. I like still. that word. It's like a bruise. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It looks too much like confusion. I feel like that's actually really appropriate for how I feel about that <laughs> word because I don't. Not completely sure what that means. Um, yeah, shout out to the Suns actually for reminding me that Frank Kaminsky is playing the long game. He's doing great. He's I'm, playing the I'm long game from like draft to disappointment to disappointment yeah. years to he was what 2015. That sounds right. He had to have been because you know who he was drafted above. Oh, who Devin Booker. Oh. Everything worked out came full circle. Wow. Do you think book like holds that over him a little bit? If he like scores on him in practice, he's like, yeah, I should have been drafted above you. If he held, if he's held on to it that long, considering all the success that he's had and all of the things <laughs> that Frank Kaminsky has gone through and all the bus lists that Frank has been put on while he's still actively playing in the league, I would recommend therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time to hang on to something, to someone who did not do it to you exclusively. If anything, he should hold it against all the players he was not drafted above. I know, not him. Not Frank. Um, yeah, but Chris Paul, good as ever. Suns, good as ever. Like, Suns are, for some reason, I, I guess I thought that they wouldn't come back this strong because Same. this happens sometimes with teams that, that bust through. I think of the Miami Heat team mm -hmm. um, from two years ago. But, yeah, they look great. Um, the and Bucks then the Warriors. Right now, the Bucks are doing bad, too. You know, well, they have all those injury run. problems. I feel like that's the, the the Bucks are the kind of the same thing as the Nuggets, although the Nuggets are are doing well. With the Bucks, I'm like, when you guys have everyone back, You're we can gone. really analyze you. You know, it's it's the Chris Middleton effect. Let's not underestimate <laughs> Cheryl Crow's the solidity Chris and Middleton. skill. Yeah, Cheryl Crow's uh, Chris Middleton. And then we have the Warriors at number one in the West. I mean, it's just so strong, mm -hmm. like top to bottom, so strong. Well, I guess, and, and maybe if if I don't mean strong, I just mean anything could happen. Anytime the yeah. Lakers are down that low, anything could happen. The Nuggets are the third team in the West, and they don't have Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. They don't have their, their second and third best players. I know. But even, I mean, we talk about Portland and – how they're gunning. They want to make the playoffs. They want to make a deeper run. So if that'll happen, that's in the air. But you, it, it, anything is possible. You could see, I could see the Clippers, even though I hate them, I could see them at one point being the number two spot. Like they, they have that in them and all the teams in the West do. So it's basically the Kings don't have a chance. That's what we're yeah. We all here. said this. We we're breaking down the Suns because we're like there is there's literally. I mean, I don't think they'll even pass up the Blazers, who are two spots ahead of them. Which is all to say, like this this grand mission <laughs> that this new Kings GM has. But but then again, like I mean, not to make an entire podcast about the Kings, but. I don't blame him. It sounds ridiculous. Like if we don't make the playoffs, we're going to fire him. But it's you should have standards. I mean, it's not like this guy drafted uh, Marvin Bagley. Poor Marvin, ba Marvin Bagley. Um, it's not looking good. It's not like, he, you know, you have to start somewhere. You have to have standards. You have to say, I'm going to get a coach who's going to take what we have right now. 
and turn it into something that is on an upward trajectory. And they're just right now like this, just mm-hmm. a straight line that sometimes dips down. Yeah, I was going to say it's a straight line, but it's it's down. It's a low line. <laughs> yeah, it's like the airplane when you just have like a little drop sometimes. Otherwise, it's just like constant turbulence. <laughs> oh, God. It's just a really uncomfortable spirit airlines ride. Oof. That's the Kings. That is the Kings. We should compare all of the NBA teams to uh, airlines. We should. Hey, what's up, guys? Jordan Liggins here. TickPick should be your first choice to buy basketball tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is an exclusive ticketing partner for Spinsters and the Blue Wire Network. NBA basketball is finally back, and there is no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NBA tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. I'm actually super excited because I'm about to go visit my sister in Chicago and we're going to go to a Bulls game and hey, I'm going to check out TickPicks for the best tickets on the market. I know they're going to be the best price, I know it's going to be easy and no service fees. Visit TickPick.com slash spin today to save $10 on your first order of NBA tickets. TickPick.com slash spin. I want to talk about um, Kelly Oubre real quick. Mm. Please do. I sent you a compilation. Did you watch it? Of him blowing kisses Mm -hmm. to everyone. Everyone. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Everyone. And he has done this his entire... Well, I the first time I remember it, because I can't forget it, it was it 2017 or 2018. He blew a kiss to Jordan Clarkson after he hit a three in his face. He's mm-hmm. with the Wizards and uh, Jordan Clarkson was with the Cavs. So 2018. And Jordan Clarkson looked back at him in a way that was like, don't ever do that to me again. And then he went on. Kelly Oubre has done it ever since. That's probably not the first time, but that's the first. That might as well be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a tech last year for doing it with the Warriors. Uh, when he blew a kiss to Trez after hitting a three over him. Like, this is a signature move. It's his thing. Do you like it or do you not like it? Is it, are you over it, I guess? Well, this is the thing. It's happened two times very recently. Mm-hmm. On, okay, so November 10th, they beat the Grizzlies. Ubre has 37. And then in the post game, the person who was conducting the interview asked him about it. And he said, probably my second or third year, I just started blowing kisses to God Mm -hmm. and to the fans. So it's theatrics, I guess. Um, And he blew a kiss to the Grizzlies bench in that game. November 12th, he did it against the Knicks. And he had 12 points, four threes. Like it was, you know, good, good performance, good help. But he blew one to Michael Jordan, who was on the Hornets bench. And MJ was like giggling. Blushing, maybe? Do you remember when we talked about are the Hornets too pretty? Yeah. If this continues. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know. I don't want Michael Jordan. Well, actually, so yes, Michael Jordan was like, like you said, blushing. But then he was actually very unhappy with Kelly Oubre after that because the Knicks, they were up on the Knicks by like seven um, with less than a minute remaining. And like in the middle of the shot clock, all Kelly Oubre had to do was hold on to the ball. In the middle of the shot clock, he shot a three. Oh, Like God. literally 16 seconds left, he shot a three. <laughs> and there's this clip of Michael Jordan getting so mad during so- that. Ups and downs of a of a relationship. They're just so like at first flirting. I liked the kiss. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's giving me the ick a little bit. Okay, that's fair. Um, you know what the ick is, right? Maybe. Now I'm doubting if I do. Like when you're in a like when you're in a relationship and someone does something like kind of small and you're just like I don't find you attractive anymore. Uh huh. 
Yes, yes. Okay. Like, have you ever been out and like someone's eating like bolognese and then afterwards they've got a little orange right here <laughs> and you're like, I don't see you the same anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, that, literally that's chewing. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. ick. Yeah. Chewing with your mouth open, like something mm-hmm. small. So not in lo- in terms of like attraction, but just in terms of like I as a basketball player, I'm I'm viewing you and I want to like, you know, keep respect for you and like like you as a person. And I can't decide. I feel like this has potential to start giving me the ick. You know, OK, this is like a perfect example. Steph Curry. When he starts yeah. taking his mouth guard out and chewing it. It's that's, a bad habit. That gives me the ick. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so gross. gross. Like, put it back in your mouth, babe. What else gives me the basketball ick? Um, do you remember, like, Draymond Green when he does the... He's, like, really mad at the refs and he'll, like, jump up and down. Ugh. The, like, little jumps. He barely gets up. The ick. little jumps. <laughs> yeah. The little jumps. Dwight mm. Howard making all those jokes that aren't funny. I was like, existing? I mean, Dwight Howard's... <laughs> career long ick yeah that's just like not speaking of stan van gundy remember when he had the crumb like the crumbs in his mustache oh during that yeah that's a tough look tough look that's all who does who puts the mouthpiece is it lebron who puts a mouthpiece like in their jersey rondo i think when they're at the free throw line they just drop it in their jersey and then they get it later are you kidding that's gross yeah you have to put that back in your mouth for after it's touched your sweaty body? No. no yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of sweaty coaches. Ugh. I'm going to make, make a list of things that, like basketball things that give me the egg. I was watching this um, podcast, which I like on TikTok. They have like little clips on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And they were doing, it's like a British podcast, which I don't know why. It's just funnier. Because they have accents. Like, it's just, I'm like 12 years old, but it is funnier. And they were doing all the things that uh, women submitted that said gives them the ick. And one of them was like, you know, when you're on a train and the train stops and you do a little one of these, like you shake, you're like not on solid ground. (laughs) (laughs) That is so specific. She was like, if you shake, (laughs) you're not my man. Be more balanced, um, please. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's I, I'm TBD. I don't know. I mean, Uber has been doing this for years. What he has on his side is that he is adorable. Mm-hmm. But you can only make kissy faces for people for so long. Actually, probably before this turns uh, me off to him as a person, um, he's probably going to get punched in the face. Someone is going to have it. It's going to be a line drawn. But I think what would make it what could turn this around for him is if, you know, his fiance or I don't know if they're married yet, but and his baby's in the audience and he's blowing kisses like towards them, then like that would be like, oh, that's cute. And that kind of redeems it. But it's going to end bad for him for him to stop. No, exactly. Because he literally will hit a shot in your face and then he'll turn around while you're both running back and will blow the kiss right to you. You're seven feet away. Mm. It's amazing he hasn't been punched yet. I want to see someone dodge it like real quick. I just want to see someone kiss back. I wish that the league was just not so masculine. <laughs> Maybe that's ick. why he's doing it. He's Speaking like, of the ick. Testing. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to make, he's trying to bring, bring um, non, non-traditional femininity into back into basketball and to that i I'm say i that. salute you yeah i'm here for that part are there any icks you have harry for basketball players the i the harden whenever he dunked and would smell his fingers that would always yeah, that make... was disgusting what? and to be clear icks yeah harden would he dunk he i mean he put his fingers like close to his face i don't know was he smelling them i always thought you know how like metal smells weird and yeah, I always thought he was just like, look, I he has like got a the weird... metal to smell weird, or I got my fingers to smell Since weird. Since I dunked, yeah. I always thought that was just like a cell. Okay, well that's <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's um, weird. First of all, don't put if you just touched a surface that you know a lot of people are touching, like, <sighs> and a ball that other people are touching, 
is touching that surface. Like, don't. Maybe he doesn't do it post COVID, although he's obviously has not learned the most from COVID. Considering that little strip, the strip club incident. Uh, <laughs> the one I really don't like is the bow and arrow one. It sort of feels uh, a little bit too much like cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. that. That's, that's yeah. I don't like when, um, not to be like whatever the word is for no one can help it, but I don't like super sweaty coaches. But to be clear, the ick is not just things that are disgusting. Cause like everything we've listed mm. except for the bow and arrows, like that's literally disgusting, mm-hmm. but it's just more like this has turned me off from you in a way that I can't explain. Mm. Just something. It's like the, yeah. pit, is it like the pit stains when they raise their hand or it's like the beads of sweat? No, who doesn't have a face? pit stain? Like yeah. everyone has, no, I mean like the literal, like, why is there sweat on your elbow? You don't have glands <laughs> there. You know what I mean? Got it. Wear totally a short understand. sleeve. Like you're not allowed mm-hmm. to wear a short sleeve under your suit or something. Yeah. Turn up the AC. Why is it so hot in there? But I don't want to, I mean, you know, I feel bad even saying that. (laughs) Another one that was on that British podcast was like, um, when you reach down, like there's a plastic bag and you reach down to pick it up and then it kind of blows away a little bit and you don't get it on the first try. (laughs) You're like unattractive. No agility for me. These are so oh specific. God. Wow. Tough crowd. I know. Tough crowd. <laughs> I don't like, um, you know what gives me the ick? It's when uh, mochas. If you get mochas, ick. You know, like <laughs> have a latte, you know? I am not a coffee person, so that went right over my head. I have no idea. Mocha's what, like what far, it's dessert. Is. You're eating oh, a dessert. full piece of cake first thing in the morning. Um wow. Yeah. Send us your basketball icks. I want everyone to to tell us their icks. Yeah, that could be fun. That could just a compilation of of all the icks. I could literally I could go through and tell you like what everybody on every team does. But the biggest ones for me are the mouth guard, which is just a literal ick. Like that's disgusting. disgusting. And the Draymond jumping up and down. Like jump a little bit higher, you know. It's just like something about the the height the, at which he jumps. It's the little jumps that it's like a child. That's what it is for me. It's like you're throwing a tantrum as a three year old petulance as yeah. you are talking to. Yeah, this we're referee. definitely getting him on the pod after this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's break it down. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and Dwight's jokes, yeah, always. Always, always, always like those have been. I remember back in Orlando, he was mm. making the bad jokes. Yeah, he's he's never been. He's always been. Well, you know what? Not everybody is funny, but then don't try so hard to be funny. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is funny, but everyone wants to be funny. That's yes. The, that's the line. Harry, do you have any more? So that made me think of because something Dwight Howard has that that a few other I was looking at Miles Plumley the other day and he has this as well is when centers usually centers like their triceps are just so big I I see them like kind of waddling down the court with big ass triceps and it always like gives me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> another and that's a better word like because it sounds like oh it's it's literally disgusting but heebie-jeebies is a little bit probably better it's just not as catchy as ick or that's fun good. to say that's good um yeah <laughs> there have been some there's been some hair things some beards some mustaches i'm not the biggest fan of like katie's um like longer beard do you know mm-hmm. like when it gets really long i'm like maybe just don't have it katie it's almost like it's like a long pointy thing like it's not like a full beard it's just <laughs> it's like, like jafar <laughs> jafar from it's Aladdin. like a little slide off of you know what i mean i'm like what is this kate wait we have to talk about katie real quick before we go like katie 
And besides his beard and his little like patchy beard too. I don't like that. When he, I know. And that's not even like, like, you know, some things you can't grow. help. I know. But, I know. But it's also like, if you don't got it, just let it go. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Or fill mm-hmm. it in. Like what? Let's pick a side. But KD has been playing really well and I've been seeing him smile more. He, him and Steph are player of the week. Like they're doing, he's doing good. And I just like it for him. I don't know. I'm, I'm happy. No, he's for been him. amazing. He, it's, it's just exceeds my expectations of, you know, sometimes somebody comes back from an injury and you think they'll never be the same. Yep. And also there's situation changes where you think this person's never going to be the same. And mm-hmm. Katie has been through both of them. You know, him going to Golden State, getting all that backlash, obviously not um, immune to it. Mm-hmm. Publicly showing he's not immune to it. <laughs> yeah, not secret about it. Speaking of X, um, being online in general. Mm-hmm. Huge ick. Um, And then going to the Nets, and leaving a situation where people were like, you're a cheater, your championships don't count. And then going to the Nets and teaming up with um, not one, but two players, which of course mm-hmm. the second one didn't come along till later. Um, kind of bringing the same amount of, or if not the same amount of, definitely less, but the same lane of criticism where you're not doing this by yourself you've abandoned your child by leaving OKC in the first place. Yep. Um, to transcend all of that, to come back from the injury he came back from, and to just every night you watch him be the weirdest, most confusing <laughs> because of what he does and how yeah. he's shaped, but also the most, like I watch him and I'm like, on, on one hand, this I've never seen this, doesn't make sense. On the other hand, I'm like, this makes perfect sense because I'm watching him do it and it's so fluid. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it, he's so smooth in a body that's gangly. Like it's just so confusing, but it makes the most sense in the world. And like, he is the best player in the world. He is, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't think he's mm. gonna win the MVP. Because Steph has a better storyline and Steph is going to make the, these flashy 50, mm. 30, 40, you know, performances. And I think that's probably legitimate. It's a happier story. Um, if <laughs> he can the carry villain. the Warriors long yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. But, and the Nets will be fine. But yeah, KD looks amazing. Like he just is sensational. He um, looks, and the stats too. I, I found one stat that actually is mind boggling because he is not only making it look good and poetic even as he's playing basketball, but the efficiency is so crazy at the highest level possible. So I saw this. He's leading the NBA in field goals made, 11.2, and points per game, 29.5. But he's not even in the top 10 in field goal attempts. So he's Mm. just so efficient like the other night he shot what 90 percent from the field or something like that and I think that's the thing where sometimes when I just watch NBA players I'm just like wow you're really good you know you're on the biggest stage ever but then you you're watch just someone watching, like wow you're really good you're really good I do I said <laughs> that's really the NBA experience <laughs> I was telling someone the other day like why I got into the NBA and it's like I, lo- I still love college I have such a soft spot for college in my heart but like I grew up a college basketball fan first and then it was Kevin Durant that made mm-hmm. me seventh grade. He got drafted. I was like, I'm not going to stop watching him. And you watch the whole NBA and you're like, wow, you're really good. Wow. You're really good. Wow. You know what I mean? Like that is the NBA experience, Every night. <laughs> which is why we're so lucky to be alive to watch people like Kevin Durant. Exactly. And you have someone like him where you're like, you've said that to everyone else on the court and you look at him and you're like, you're better than all the really good people. Like you're making the really good people not know what to do they can't guard you they you don't is it a mid-range are you gonna drive are you gonna shoot a three like that to me just shows greatness and I think that's an interesting take of like he's not gonna make MVP because the storyline isn't there but the efficiency to me is what 
makes you extra great. I don't even know if that's a thing, but you're you're good, you're great, and somehow you're extra great, which is where Kevin Durant is right now. Yeah. Who do you, do you think he's going to win MVP? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's too early to t- it's too early to say. I don't I would bet you I'll bet you $100 right now that Steph wins it. <gasps> you know I'm not a betting woman. I know. But I'll, I know. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Put it on the company card if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in my invoice. <laughs> Bet for Haley. <laughs> I just feel so strongly about it. It's the same as when I'm watching. Um, I'm having like similar experiences watching him and watching Katie this season. But yeah. With Steph, it's kind of it's the same thing of being in refreshed awe every time mm-hmm. they pull mm-hmm. something like this off um and just it's not like i forgot even you know the last performance how great he was but there is just something about when he catches on fire that is just so remarkable yeah it's the, it's the same easy thing to of fall him in love not- with yeah easy to fall in love with and it's the same thing where it's like this doesn't really make sense how are you shooting from this far how are you shooting this quick you're not the the fastest you're not the tallest but somehow you are remarkable and there is that that awe and wonder in his game that we've talked about I feel like we've talked about it last season too but it's just so fun to watch him play basketball and to be able to maintain it maintain Mm -hmm that kind of scoring game after game after game. There is there is something about like, I'm trying to think about any other sport comparison, maybe like um, passing accuracy or something where someone is that consistently yeah. on point. Yeah. But it's really, anyway, it's really- whatever the opposite of the ick is, that's what it gives me. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> It makes us, it sparks joy for us. I love that. Well, should we end it there? Mm-hmm. That was a good, that was a good note to end it on. Um, that's our show. Leave us a voicemail. You have two jobs. You can tell us your icks or tell us what or who brings you joy like Katie and Steph does for us. And wish Haley a happy birthday on our voicemail at 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluehourpods.com to be featured on the show. Spinsters is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. Hi, my name is Will. I'm from Washington, D.C., and I'm calling to talk about the Wizards. So I think it's really cool how they're, like, playing really well right now, and I'm a big fan of this team. I think it's really cool that we have a ton of depth now, and, like, all these guys are playing really well. But I can't help but think about John Wall and how he's just, toiling in Houston and it's like oh we're first in the east and it's night that we take first it comes out that John Wall might not play this year and I just can't help but think about him because he was big reason why I love basketball and you just watch all the highlights of him you think about how we never had a good backup for him and he just burned out in game seven in uh, 2017 and lost that game and I just feel really bad for him and I really wish that he could be a part of the success that it seems like we're kind of poised for right now I don't knock on wood we'll see what happens but yeah I think it's a real bummer so yeah love you guys show you know keep doing what you're doing all right thank you